0: It's time for Q's Cover 3, NFL news and notes of the day, here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And of course, we're coming to you live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studios here on Raider Nation Radio 920. 13 teams got their offseason workouts underway today. The Ravens, the Panthers, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Colts, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Rams, the Patriots, Jets, Steelers, Tennessee Titans, and the Washington Commanders, which I think I'll continue to call the Washington football team. I just am not. It's a better name. It is a much better name. There's two names that I do not like and I do not subscribe to the Washington commanders and the Cleveland guardians, Uh, you know, both teams changed their name. We know the reason why they changed their name, but neither one of those names I'm uh, signing up for. So I think I'm just going to call that Cleveland baseball team, that Cleveland baseball team. And that Washington football team is going to be that Washington football team. I'm going to keep it real, real simple. Seven more teams will begin their workouts tomorrow. And the 10 teams with new head coaches, they all got a head start on their uh, programs the previous two weeks. Of course, the Raiders got their started last Monday, um, was it? Yeah, the 11th. Yep. So there you go. Uh, just wanted to kind of give you an update. The The Eagles will get started on April 25th and the Bengals will be the very last team to get their season workouts begun. And that's May 2nd. And of course, all these workouts are voluntary. So you don't have to show up, but they do get started. I want to give you an update on some draft prospects. Uh, Malik Willis. The quarterback, one of the quarterbacks that you expect to go pretty early in the draft next week, uh, is going to visit the Detroit Lions tomorrow and the Pittsburgh Steelers on Wednesday. Uh, both those teams obviously have needs for quarterback. Uh, I don't know if the Lions are going to pick one that early just because they got one more year with Jared Goff, so you, you never know. They got at least one more year with Jared Goff, so you feel like he can at least hold it down for a while, so maybe they don't have to get a quarterback right now. They could just try to add to their roster and then go get a quarterback in next year's draft where you think that the, the, the pool of quarterbacks should be a, a lot better. The Falcons, they're meeting with Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. He's visiting this week. And the thing about this, I don't know. I, I really feel like – I know he's one of the guys that's supposed to be in attendance in, in, at the draft. I really feel like he's waiting until Friday to get called. I really do. And I could be wrong just because there's so many you know teams that need quarterbacks. So I could be wrong. Some team might reach for him. I just don't see him as a first-round guy.
1: But I know he doesn't have any say in this. But you don't go to the draft if you don't think you're getting drafted in the first round. Agreed, agreed. Someone's had to tell him something. Yeah, but just because they tell you something, don't mean that they mean it.
0: I think Derek Carr said something when he was talking to JT about the whole draft process and everything. I think it was I think it was JT he was talking to when he said that you know multiple teams told him in the first round that they were going to oh, take if him. you're
1: there, like twenty two. Yeah, twenty two or twenty four. We're going to ta- yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. take
0: you, and then all of a sudden he ends up looking up in in day two and he's still on the board. You know, so I, I think that that and that's you hear that story all the time from all kind of prospects. Oh, this team told me as long as I was there uh, when they came up to the podium that they were going to get me and then they don't It's just what happens. It's just as simple as that. So I don't know, man. I like I said, I'm no draft expert. I like to think that I kind of know what I'm talking about, but I just don't see Matt Corral being a first round guy. I also didn't see Geno Smith being a first round guy and he was at the draft and we all know what happened with Gino. Gino stayed in the green room for a very long time until he had to go home. And then once he went home, he finally got drafted. Uh, How about this? The Carolina Panthers, they're also taking a look at quarterback. And we talked to Trey Wingo in the first hour of the show. And I really hate that for the Panthers that they're in the position they are in because anyone who's listened to the show or my podcast or just knows me in general knows I'm a Matt Rule guy. I think Matt Rule is a really good head coach. Uh, I don't think he's done and made some good decisions since taking over as the head coach. I really don't. I just think that he's done some, made some bad decisions as the Panthers head coach. And I kind of compare, and I think I said this on the show last week, Kind of compare it to what has gone on with Josh McDaniels when he took over in Denver. You know, he made some moves. He went in there and made made some big time moves, and then all of a sudden realized that hey, this in this in the ball game. I thought it was. And you know, I'm not Bill Belichick. And look, everything that Matt Rule did in college, it worked out for him. It hasn't worked yet so far in the NFL, and now he's stuck with Sam Darnold. He might have Mayfield. I mean, that's part of the conversation that Baker Mayfield could be in the mix. I think that that would be. A good last-ditch effort for for Matt Rule because I think Baker Mayfield, now that he has his back against the wall, is going to probably play pretty well. That's kind of what he does. But, man, Matt's got to get it done. If he don't get it done this year, I know he's got a long contract. I wouldn't be surprised to see see David Tepper, the owner, just let him go.
1: Yeah, you say that, but he really had no choice. I mean, you come in, we all know that Cam was on the downside, so you get rid of the franchise's best player. But you had to do it because what were you going to do with Cam? I mean, you ended up bringing were- him back. You ended up bringing him back. Okay. You got me there. <laughs> I all mean, right. you know what I mean? You brought him back. <laughs> What'd you bring him
0: back for? To sell jerseys? To make the fans forget that your team stunk? I think it was more of that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's unfortunate. You know, it really is. Because, again, I think he's a smart head coach. I do. Uh, one of the things he did that was a, uh, a shock to many, I didn't, I thought it was actually kind of cool, was the fact that, what, his first draft, they, they drafted all defensive players? Every one of them was always Oh, yeah, I do remember that because yeah. people were saying like, That's oh, this the first this time, time that ever happened. Oh,
1: yeah, they're really getting after it.
0: Right. So Unique. So they're bringing in Sam Howell. You know, the Panthers pick number six overall. They're bringing in Sam Howell from North Carolina State. Uh, for, excuse me, from North Carolina. They're bringing in North Carolina State offensive lineman Iki Ekwanwu. Uh He's coming in. Then Mississippi State offensive lineman Charles Cross is also coming in for a pre-draft visit. But they, it don't matter who they bring in, dog. If they don't get a quarterback to figure that thing out, and Sam Darnold's not it. I'm sorry, he's just not it. So
1: the minute he said, "I'm seeing ghosts out there on that Monday Night Football game," I think he, we all knew where his career was going.
0: You know, I think I knew where his contract, his career was going. And this is really sad to say, when he was out a few games for the Jets because he had mono, and I was like, "Isn't that something like kids get?" You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's the that's the kissing thing. You know what I mean? Like yes. you don't really hear too many adults that get that. And I thought, what in the hell? Like I know anyone could get it, but it's just so funny. I was like, I rarely hear of an adult. I think Lane Kiffin got it when he was uh, maybe the head coach of the Raiders when he first took over. The, and I kind of knew then. I was like, this isn't going to work out that well.
1: And then it was almost like you know, because they gotta like say what it is, but that's not an intimidating or it seems like a worthy reason for you to be missing a game.
0: No, I heard. Yes. I heard that. It, I heard it does. It does some bad things to you. Like it tires you out. It exhausts you. I had a co-host. It's so funny, my co-host used to always brag about it. Not brag about it, but he used to always say it. Uh, I like, got mono. Well, no, he said, he's all, oh, yeah, man, I had mono one time and this and that and the other. And, uh, so I, I think eventually maybe he just said that because it made him sound like he like was kissing a bunch of girls or something. I don't know. I don't know what the case was, but he always used to volunteer that information. I always
1: kind of looked at him like, you don't really have to tell everybody. Yeah, man, I missed a couple games because I had hand, foot, and mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was out here getting busy in these streets. That's right. That sandbox,
0: boy. We get we get busy in that sandbox. I mentioned Baker Mayfield and the Panthers, and there's a, there's a possibility that he could end up there. Ian Rappaport, he was uh, on NFL Network, as he always is representing for him, and he was actually talking about how Baker Mayfield could play a role with the Panthers' plans.
2: Let me start with this. If the Cleveland Browns are going to trade Baker Mayfield before the draft, which is possible, the Carolina Panthers seem like the most likely spot. It doesn't seem like the Seattle Seahawks, which Baker Mayfield set on a music podcaster, I'm not, something like, I forget the name of it. Anyway, Baker Mayfield said it on a podcast. He thinks his most likely spot is Seattle. I think his most likely spot, if he is going to get traded before the draft, is the Carolina Panthers. What Carolina is doing right now is evaluating all the options. They're evaluating Baker Mayfield, and they're evaluating all the top quarterbacks in the draft. The reason that they may trade for him before the draft is they answer a big question. Right? We know whether or not they're taking a quarterback in the draft because if they trade for Baker Mayfield beforehand, they are almost certainly not. That is why that is an inflection point. If the Panthers don't trade for him, Tom, before the draft, then it is going to be a long wait for Baker Mayfield and probably a situation where he ends up going to training camp, at least with the Cleveland Browns.
0: I just think it makes a lot of sense to go to the, the Panthers. And I think it makes a lot of sense for the Panthers to make that trade. I really do. Because you know that the, 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 quarterbacks in this draft aren't that great you know that like there's not one guy I look at and say oh that's going to be a franchise dude no matter what you know what I mean like oh yeah you could tell that that's a, you, there's just no way of saying that I like Malik Willis but no one's saying that he's going to be great they just I mean you just you just don't know I think you go with Baker Mayfield you roll the dice on one year see what happens see what he has I mean if you're gonna if, if you potentially could lose your job after this year do you want to lose your job with Sam Darnold or a rookie or do you want to lose your job with a guy who's been in the playoffs
1: Got to throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks.
0: Exactly. I'll take the chance with the guy who's been to the playoffs and might have a little bit of chip on his shoulder and a little something to prove. he yeah, got
1: something to prove. But I, I mean, don't know
0: about you, but I like to do – I'm a little bit better at what I do when I have a chip on my shoulder and I'm got and i out to
1: prove something. I'm just a little bit better. It's the same. But how good is he to begin with? He got him to the playoffs. Also, I know – I DeSean, mean, he got him to the playoffs I and know. won a playoff game. If he was handling this a little bit more maturely, I do you agree. think that maybe Baker Mayfield, not win the job in Cleveland because you don't get somebody $200 million guaranteed to have him come in there and battle, but maybe they could say, hey man, this season, maybe uh, Deshaun misses the whole season, so if you just be the good, show, the good soldier, you can come in here and maybe do something and improve your stock this upcoming season. If he was just mums the word, hasn't said a thing yet. Do you think that could have been a possibility? Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question.
0: You know, I, I I know there's been conversations like you even heard Ian Rappaport say that there's a possibility that he could end up in training camp with the Browns. I don't see that. I mean, why? Why keep dragging this thing through the mug? Just if you're going to release him, money obviously is not an uh, option there or an issue in, in Cleveland. That's the one thing they've shown. They dished out $230 million guaranteed to, to Deshaun Watson. By the way, another note that I have for Cover 3, they dished out Seventy one point two five million guaranteed today to Denzel Ward, highest paid defensive back in the league, making almost five million dollars uh, more than than Jalen Ramsey. But that seventy one point two five million guaranteed is is the highest highest in uh, in cornerback history in the NFL. That's big time money right there. DBs win games, right? DBs win games. I'm not mad that you know Xavier Howard's like damn. I should have just waited a little bit longer.
1: Oh, well, Gotta next, call year. It, next year I'll re-up. <laughs> I remember someone said that about the Raiders. Like, oh, like maybe it was a caller. Oh, they just reset the wide receiver market by yep, giving Devontae did. Adams such a big deal. Oh, mm-hmm. why would you do that? Teams need to start looking at the Browns the same way.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, if you're looking at the Browns, you should look at the Browns a little sideways. I mean, they reset the market when it comes to quarterbacks. That money was just stupid that they gave Deshaun. But he had a no-trade clause, and so there was no way he was going to waive that. To go to Cleveland. I'm sorry, but the reality of it is, they weren't going to send him to Cleveland. Cleveland, he was not going to go there until they showed him the money. Money changes your mind real quick, fast, in a hurry.
1: Radio in Cleveland? Nope. How about for this much? All right, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's doable. The highest paid person in the market. All right.
0: I mean, you I know. know,
1: like, the owners, they would never do this, like, physically. But just metaphorically, the next owner's meetings, you know, somebody needs to take Haslam and give him the metaphorical slap upside the head of what are you doing, man?
0: <laughs> right, right. Facts.
1: How many players on your team are going to be the highest paid person
0: man, with guaranteed I, money? I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm telling you, these these uh these owners, these other owners are gonna hate the Browns pretty soon. Say, what are you guys doing? You guys keep resetting the market all the time. And look, they're gonna probably have to do that again. I mean, they'll have they'll have other pl- positions. Miles
1: Garrett, the highest paid defensive end with guaranteed oh, yeah. money.
0: Yeah. I mean, and well, he already had a fat contract. They already gave him a fat contract once, so. Uh yeah man I could totally see it but
1: I'm betting Denzel Ward I need more than this team than (laughs) him.
0: they're they're dishing out the money I'll tell you that I was actually shocked it's funny and hey shout out to Denzel Ward for getting the the bag and and proving to be the player that they thought he was when they drafted him when they drafted him what three overall I thought Denzel Ward for Denzel Ward come on you serious like I, I just didn't I didn't see that one coming I didn't think that that was gonna be where he was selected but he ends up he's been a hell of a player for the team, so you can't be mad. They obviously did their research. They they found the guy that fit with what they wanted to do, and today he got rewarded. Again, 71. It's a five-year $100.5 million contract extension, but the guaranteed money is 71.25, so that's what makes him the highest-paid uh, defensive back as far as guaranteed money goes, just over what Jalen Ramsey is getting. My final note for Cover 3, uh, looks like Apple. Apple is the leader in the in the clubhouse right now to be the destination of NFL Sunday ticket. So if you remember, uh, DirecTV has Sunday ticket and they have the rights to that through 2022 through the season. And whoever's going to win that, whoever's going to win the battle to get Sunday ticket next, it could be a bunch of different outlets, but it looks like Apple's going to be uh, the one that's going to get it. The price range is going to land around $2.5 billion per year. $2.5 per year to have the rights to NFL Sunday ticket. Think about how much money that is. You wonder why these contracts go up? I say it all the time. People don't understand. It's the TV streaming money, TV revenue. NFL Sunday ticket's going to cost Apple $2.5 billion per year. You wonder why the Browns could pay $71.25 million guaranteed? Because Sunday ticket costs $2.5 billion. Those streaming rights go to every team.
1: And that might be, I don't know what the economists may think of it. That could be a steal. $2.5 billion.
0: It ain't a steal right now, but you're right. In, you know, 5, 10 years when the next contract comes up, who knows how much it's going to be. You know what I mean? Like, And we don't
1: know, like, how much this could benefit Apple's um, growing TV network. Man. Because this could be the thing that you get the NFL, you get eyeballs. This is going to drive Facts. up subscriptions for Apple TV. Right. I've got an iPhone. I don't have Apple TV.
0: Right. No, that's true. I mean, I don't have Apple TV either. Uh, but I have had Sunday Ticket in the past. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And in and, and this last year, uh, I didn't need Sunday Ticket because I was here. Obviously, it was going to all the Raider games. But uh, I was upset not having Sunday Ticket on days that you know I, I was able to be around the TV and watch some football games. I was angry not having Sunday Ticket because man, Sunday Ticket is a game changer.
1: And let's say you know they say, "Hey, to all iPhone users, uh, for fifty dollars a flat fee of fifty dollars for the football season, are you paying Apple that fifty dollars?"
0: Oh, fifty dollars? If they're asking, I'm just saying if yeah. like if they could like yeah. try to make it affordable, oh, tons yeah, tons of people will. Tons exactly. Of people will. Yep.
1: And then that's a bunch of more users to Apple TV. Right. That wow. And then that's, that's how
0: game. they're that's how they're going to get you to uh, to buy the new iPhone too. If you get a new upgrade on your iPhone, you'll get Sunday, you'll get Sunday ticket, ticket free. for free. Yeah, we'll throw in Sunday ticket. Done. I need to make a trade in. Right. Exactly. Q, didn't you just get a new iPhone? Yep. But I need another. <laughs> a new line? I gotta get a bat phone. Who cares? You know,
1: <laughs> burner. It'd be, it'd be cheaper if I just bought a whole new one.
0: I'll be the only <laughs> one, only one with the iPhone burner, <laughs> a brand new burner. It's not, it's not, that's not the point. You kind of missed the point of a burner. You're supposed to be able to throw these away. I ain't throwing this one away. This one got Sunday ticket on it. This
1: my, yeah, that's my Sunday ticket phone. <laughs>
0: 418 is the time. That's what I got for you for Cover 3 NFL news and notes of the day. Got a lot more than that. As a matter of fact, what I want to play next, I want to play this sound from uh, Colin Kaepernick. He was on I Am Athlete, the podcast with Chad Johnson, Brandon Marshall, and more. And he was talking about what he wants to do in the NFL. You'll hear that next. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back back to Unnecessary Roughness.
1: roughness.
0: Here on Raider Nation Radio 920.
1: I'm going to have to kick you,
0: you know what, today. Here's your boy, Q. Coming up at 4.30, you'll hear from Mel Kuiper Jr. He had his conference call, pre-draft conference call, his final one. Did that late last week. Was able to break it down over the weekend. Bring you a couple sound bites. Mel Kuiper will not be in Las Vegas for the draft. Found out that uh, he's unvaccinated, so he is not going to attend the draft. And, hey, that's his option. That's cool. He provided us with all the, all the sound that we need, right? Uh, had a couple of conference calls that were at least an hour long each. Does a really good job with the breakdowns. Uh, love the fact that Matt Miller and Jordan Reed now are in the mix as well there at ESPN. I think they're, they're doing a fantastic job. Todd McShay, I've never been a real Todd guy, but that's okay. I mean, he still does a good job, but uh, Mel Kiper Jr., he's the dude. I mean, he's, he's the guy that's been around for many, many, many moons. He's been one of those guys that kind of made being an NFL draft scout one of those uh, fun, popular topics and, and, and popular people, you know, job occupations, and it went from just draft season to all year long. I mean, literally all the guys that we've talked to so far this year, it's like, oh, we've been doing this all year.
1: And he's the guy who created the industry.
0: I mean, really, I mean, there and, and John McClain, who will join the show tomorrow at 3 o'clock, he, uh, he told us uh, when he started covering the draft how it, it was to where it is right now, and uh, that Mel Kuyper Jr. was one of the guys that was – One of the main dudes, you know, one of the main dudes that helped make it explode onto the scene and made us all want to pay attention to the draft and know as much about these prospects as possible and go out and buy draft guides and read them. I mean, how much of a nerd do I feel like when I'm looking, (laughs) I'm sitting at my computer because now, you know, it's not like you have to buy the magazine. You just get the download. So I'm going over Dane Brugler's, uh, his his draft guide called The Beast. I'm going over that over the weekend. This thing is like 288 pages long. So it's like, all right, what do I want to look at? Do I want to look at offensive tackles? Okay, boom. And I just punch in the number, and then I got 50 offensive tackles I'm staring at. And I'm thinking, okay, how does this guy, does this guy fit with the Raiders? Does this guy, okay. And that's basically what I'm trying to do. Can you imagine these guys putting these things together? If my brain gets fried just trying to read up on the guys that I think would be good fits with the Raiders, these guys are doing it for every single team and breaking down every single Every single player. I mean, and then it's watch, crazy. Yeah,
1: watching the film, even like talking to maybe former right. coaches of these players. Imagine like trying to talk to the receiver coach for North Dakota State. Right. And it's just, yeah, got to do it to get an accurate analysis of this player. And you're yeah. doing that for every player in the draft.
0: I really respect those guys. I mean, I, I know that the hit rate is not that great because it's such a crapshoot, but man, I really respect the guys that take all the time in the world to just break down each and every one of these players and talk about them, talk about their strengths, their weaknesses, what they did in fourth grade. I mean, everything. It's just, it's incredible, man. It's, it's a lot of work that many of us would not want to do. With the draft in mind, how many impact players do you believe the Raiders should come out of this draft with? When you're looking at the five picks that they have right now, what do you think that the silver and black needs to come out with? Uh, for the most part, a lot of people have been saying two. That's kind of the sweet number for me. Like the Raiders would say the sweet spot. That's kind of the sweet spot for me. I think they need to come out with an impact corner and an impact offensive lineman. I think that those, and I, I mean, I'll be specific and say that those are the two that I think that they need. Uh, I know Ted Nguyen, when we talked to him earlier, he said a right tackle and a safety, and that's that's fine. Uh, but I, I think that when you look at it, I think a corner and a and a offensive lineman particularly the right tackle, needs to be had. So we'd love to hear from you, Raider Nation, at 702-365-9200. Also, the Ash text line at 69187, keyword r r Raider Allen, Alaska, hit us right now. Talking about the vaccination, is it still a requirement to attend games at Allegiant? I don't know the answer to that. I would, I would tend to believe no, and I'll find out, though. So don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. I, I don't know 100%, but I would think that,
1: hmm, With the NFL lacks in their stance and policy, then maybe the Raiders would follow suit. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, and they're what they're gonna do is gonna go with the 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 CDC. Yeah, exactly. And what they say here locally. So I would think no, but that's just my gut feeling. I will find out. I'll find out for sure. And then taste don't take anything I just said as gospel.
1: Also, one of the uh, downsides of Mel Kuyper Jr. not being able to come for the draft coverage. I remember listening to a podcast series Mm -hmm. about him, because Mel Kuyper Jr., the guy who made the Draft analyst thing, a position. Right, he never goes to the bathroom during the whole draft telecast. Really, and that's that was one of the like he's like never gone. That's one of his records. Really, so when you see when it's like hey we're like in round five, Mel Kiper, yeah. haven't gone to the bathroom. I'm not leaving the stage. Nice. And that's one of those things. Just like this man's. He's unbelievable. a machine. Yeah. He's a
0: machine. That's cool. I wonder how long I can. Wonder how long I could go without going to the bathroom. I mean, I, I don't go to the bathroom too often.
1: But I mean, like six hours on set. And let's say if you're drinking, right. you drinking well, your rock star. Yeah, I mean,
0: exactly. That would that would, yeah that would get me. That would get me. I know I make the run to the TI. <laughs> I go to when I'm at the TI. I make my run to the bathroom all the time. I go and get my my rock star. Maybe dibble and dabble in a beverage uh, towards the end of the show or after the show. But I know I've made a couple runs to the bathroom. I'm glad that it's real close to us at the, you know, the Golden Circle Sportsbook is really close.
1: Yeah, and also the another I'm just gonna say weird thing about him. Has a slice of pumpkin pie for breakfast. Man, you got all the details. I like, know, right? Man, the you really man,
0: Damn. Mel Kuyper's going to be like, well, what are you stalking me no, for? No, he's telling us all this information. Man, I don't know. Got, you got to for it. What color drawers is he wearing, man? He's got some lucky drawers for the draft, or what's going on? Good God. DeMond knows everything <laughs> about him. <laughs> man. Those are
1: weird facts, though. You me. ain't lying, and you know him. <laughs> he don't go to the bathroom, and he eats what kind of pie? Pumpkin pie every day for breakfast. Why would he do that? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right, sounds good. Got a text from Big Dub Raider Q. Think we need at least two impact players out of the draft. Go Raiders, Vegas Pete. I meant Elway. Raiders may get lucky and get one impact player in the draft. I'm assuming he had another Pete or another uh, text that didn't come through. Maybe it went on the other one. Let me check real quick. Sorry, Vegas Pete. No, that's not that one. Okay. Uh, Vegas Pete also asked about Vinny. Vinny's on vacation until tomorrow. He should be back tomorrow. I will be going on vacation in May, mid-May. I am locked in on that. Matter of fact, uh, after after Aaron called from Maui last week, remember he asked me on the air on Friday, he asked me where we were flying into. I had Mm -hmm. no idea. Apparently we were flying into originally, um, I guess Honolulu, but we were going to stay in Waikiki, but... Aaron gave us a few tips, and so now we're flying into Maui and staying in Maui. Not that anyone cared about where I was staying at in <laughs> Hawaii, but I just wanted to give an update. That's because when you have friends that can guide you in the right direction, you know what you're doing. And we had no idea. Real quick, so this came at no extra cost? No, actually, I saved I saved money. Believe it or not, I saved 142 bucks on flights. I thought it was going to cost me more, but it, it didn't. It didn't cost me anything.
1: Bravo to you, sir. That's
0: right. So now... Now that it's now that I save some money, when we get to the gate, you know, when you check in early and they give you like a B boarding pass or something, I'm on Southwest, right? So they, I'll get like a, a B boarding pass. I can upgrade to an A, and it'll be on my credits, so I won't have to pay extra money. So I'm winning. I'm winning right now. Got
1: this whole travel thing all figured out. Yeah, but you know what?
0: What we did wrong, and when I say we, I mean she. <laughs> what the wife did wrong is she said. When I told her how much we could save on the flight, she said, oh, okay, cool. Let me change where we're going to stay to another place. And so she looked at this place and said, oh, hey, I think we're going to save money on the room, too. And I was like, well, cool. Sounds like, we're winning. Go ahead and book it. So then she canceled the other one. I booked the flights, right? We're good. So we're already – now we're locked in. We're locked into Maui. All of a sudden, when she goes to book it, we're on our way. Me and my dad and her, we're driving over to Green Valley – Green Valley um, – Uh, casino, right? Okay. All I hear from the back was, Oh damn. And all of a sudden I I know immediately what she's doing on her phone. So I was like, what does Oh damn mean? And she said, I thought that was the price for a week. That is the price for a night. (laughs) So the price that she thought we were paying for the week was how much she thought, or it was, we almost got stuck paying per night. And let me tell you, if we had to pay the price, she thought if I had to pay that for one night, we were going to be sleeping on one of them beaches the rest of the time.
1: So let me see. The luxury presidential suite? Is that Man, what y'all had? We, well, because Aaron
0: suggested one place that his you know, his friends that that they worked at and everything. said, hey, you know, I might be able to get you guys a cool little discount or whatever. So we looked into it, and she was like, oh, yeah, we can save a bunch of money. This is great. And then all of a sudden, when she went to book it, she realized that the price that they had out there was just for one night and not one week. So I said, well, you better figure something out. So we got an Airbnb. (laughs) We're good. We're good. Hey, you know what? Airbnb is just fine. It's still going to get you everything you need. I don't need to stay at no luxury. Hey, look, man, I'm just happy to be there. So we we got lucky. We still saved a little bit of money. But, man, if you could imagine how my, I mean, the feeling in my belly when she said, oh, damn. I knew then. I was like, oh, she done messed up. And I don't know how – she never messes up when it comes to these kind of things because she's – you know what I mean? Like, she's so detailed when it comes to money. Like, she don't want to pay a dime extra for anything. Like, she tried to she tried to to talk down the FedEx guy. You know what I mean? Like, you don't talk down the FedEx guy. We were trying to send a package. She's like, I don't want to pay that much. And I was like, you can't negotiate with the FedEx guy. Like that's they, not how this works. No, they have a price set in. You put your package on there, however much it costs, wherever it's going, that's how much it's going to cost. Well, I don't want to pay that much. All right. Well, lady, you can go ship it with somebody else. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, she was like, is there any other option? The lady's like, no. Like, you know, we, like, we don't care. You don't have to ship it here. But you're not going to ship it for any cheaper here. So you might as well do something else. So we did. We did something else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was not She was not at all thinking about spending that kind of money. 702-365-9200. Who's on the brand Nation listener line?
1: Juan the
0: Smasher. Juan the Smasher. Send us a poster. What's up, Juan? How you doing?
3: What's up, Q, what's going on? Oh uh, man, we're chilling. Man, that's right. Hell yeah. Hey, um I'm I'm I just uh glad it's a good time to be alive, you know what I'm saying? I had a good weekend. Happy Easter to everybody. I'm I was I was making those uh, barbecue ribs, I was getting down, you know what I'm nice, saying? Nice, nice. Yeah, man, I cook, I do everything. Hey, hey I man, see. I'm a
0: hustler, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, you're like Jamaican, man. You got a job here, you got a job here, you got a job there, you got a you know what I mean? I ain't mad at that, man. Hey, I'm like that too.
3: Nah, hey, 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 I feel you on the, on the Jamaican, but I'm Mexican, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, we're all the same game. <laughs> <laughs> we're all the same.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was I was listening to that, dude, to to uh, one of your guys that was talking about them Raiders, and he was saying that, um, yeah, he's right about them Chiefs, man. We we got to knock those guys out, dude. I cannot stand these cats, bro. What a passion. I, I don't like the coach. I don't like the QB. I don't like their colors. I don't like nothing about those guys, man. I don't even like that city. We got to beat those fools. You know what I'm saying? If, if we beat the best, then who's going to get in our way? The Bills? I doubt it. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm feeling really good about this team, bro. I've been a Raider fan for a long time, and I've been waiting for this time my whole life. Nice. If we can win, if we, if we can win man, I'll, I'll die if, if we win the Super Bowl. Well, don't do I, that. It, <laughs> <laughs> stick, stick around for
0: a little while to enjoy it, man. Damn. <laughs>
3: I'm just saying. That if it happens, Q, I have a vision. And if it comes through, man.
0: <laughs> I, I heard that. I heard that. Hey, question for you real quick before I let you go, man. What, uh, How many impact players do you think the Raiders need to come out of this draft with?
3: Man, at least two, Doug. You know what I'm saying? One on defense and one on offense, at least two. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I want a linebacker. Yeah, I, I like linebackers. I, I like when we stop the run. You know what I'm saying? Especially on third and two and fourth and one, and we just stuff those fools. I like
0: seeing that. Right, no doubt. Stuff those fools. That's a great theme right there. Hey, great call, Juan. Thank you so much, and thanks for the poster that you brought and stopped by and uh, dropped off at the TI. You and the family on Friday, man, that was real, real cool. I got it here at the station today. We're gonna put it up in the studio in a matter of minutes, but I got it here. So thank you so much for that. That was awesome. Uh, definitely appreciate the appreciate the feedback on the on the call right there. Seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. Also the Salmon Ash text line six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. How many impact players do you believe? the Raiders should come out of this draft with. We'll come back. We'll uh, answer that question. We'll get to your calls. We'll get to your texts. Plus, we'll hear from Mel Kiper Jr. And we'll hear from Colin Kaepernick all before the show's uh, wrapped up. I'm telling you, we're going to squeeze a lot into a little. This is what we do. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.
1: Hey, Raider Nation. This is Bill Romanowski, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. Boom.
0: Welcome back back to Unnecessary Roughness,
1: roughness.
0: here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Got a lot to get to before the show gets wrapped up at 5 o'clock. Vinny Bonsignor will be back tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. in the huddle. I'll be back in my normal time, 2 to 4 p.m., which is going to sound like and seem like a fast and furious show. Just a little side note, we'll be out at Finley Cadillac on Wednesday. 2 to 4 p.m., definitely stop on by, hang out, test drive a Cadillac while you're there. I'm going to do that, too, by the way. I might get there a little early. I don't know what Cadillac I'm going to test drive. Every time I talk to the wife about something, I'm like, hey, by the way. And she's like, no, you cannot have a new Escalade. I was like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. But every time she says that, in my mind, I think, but what if I did? You know what I mean? So now in my mind, I'm trying to think how I can negotiate this and not get in trouble.
1: Not like you celebrities get like discounts or celebrities always get stuff for free. Right. So maybe not a free Escalade, but the Q discount.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The Q discount can be like, Hey, you can drive around the block. You can get a free test
1: drive. (laughs) We'll let you take all the pictures you want in. Right. Exactly.
0: (laughs) But I do want to shout out to Finley Cadillac as uh, they are the proud title sponsor of our studios here. We're from the Finley Cadillac performance studio. I love how that sounds. So we'll be out there on, uh, on Wednesday. You can come on by and see me suffer. What I mean by suffer is just looking at I'm telling you, dog, I'm like a kid in a candy shop. You know, is, is there is there something that you are a big fan of that when you see it, it's just like that's it, that's the best. You're in you're in the best place you could ever be. Is it you have anything? Is that like the gym? Does that is there, is there like a something at the gym or oh, maybe man, wrestling?
1: May, yes, yeah, a gym with some equipment that I haven't had before. Right. That I would like ref- you're like, oh man, this is awesome. Oh yeah, that See? that is nice. That's so, how I, yeah. That's Ooh. how
0: I feel at the Cadillac dealership, because that's just what you know.
1: You yeah, know, not to brag, I hit three fifteen the other day on the bench press. Okay, and it was like I've hit three fifteen before, but I had, like no spotter. Yeah. There was nobody. Like if this weight were to just oh, crush man. me, so nobody you, was around. You but were was, running raw dog then. Yeah, you exactly. didn't have. Oh man, it was fight or flight, and I got it up three fifteen. A solid one time. Let's go. Okay. Anywho, all right. Hey, shout out, young man. Be careful, man. You know, get you a spotter or
0: something. I need you around here. Buttons don't get pushed the same by someone else. <laughs> Raider Allen, Alaska, talking about the wife said on the Salmon Ash text line a 69187 keyword R&R, If that's the case, then your wife should have let you hustle the car registration. No doubt. Facts. I think to this day, she regrets not letting me hustle the car registration. That was a lot of money that I had to pay for the registration. And they said, What kind of car do you have? I got an Escalade. I got an Escalade. So proud. So proud i telling you, my mom got one back in the day when it was like the very first Escalades came out. And ever since she did that, I was like, oh, I got to get one of those. At some point, I got to get one of those. So I got lucky. And I have a really good uh, banker, a.k.a. the wife, who takes care of all that stuff. And she, uh, she managed, it, managed the money where it can, it is enough where we can make it work. And she said, I don't know why I'm letting you do this. Because it took a lot of convincing to let her, to get her to uh, let me to do that. And when I say let me, I know that sounds soft, but that's real. <laughs> that is real. Let me tell you, because she is the one. She's like, just get you, a, get you a Chevy Tahoe. I don't know why no Tahoe. You get a Tahoe. <laughs> it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's not. I don't care what it looks like.
1: Man, I, th- I think it's the big timer song. You know, uh, who's that, Manny Fresh? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. everything real big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Real big.
0: Yes. <laughs> real, yes. Real big.
1: Let me tell you how it lives.
0: Exactly. Facts. Facts. Big dude hit us up on the Salmon Ash text line as well, 69187. We will have three impact players since our first two picks were traded for Adams. And like Juan the Smasher said, one on defense and one on offense. Okay, so you're expecting two to come out of the draft and then one already uh, is there with Devontae Adams. And that's how you got to look at it when you don't have a pick in the first round or the second round. Eh, yeah, but you got number 17. You got Devontae Adams and he's going to be a difference maker as far as being able to compete with everyone in the AFC West. That's yeah man that's that's going to be awesome that that really is I, I cannot wait to see how the Raiders attack this season and they have a tough schedule. I mean, they really do and obviously we don't know the way that the schedule is 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 played out. but one of my cover three notes that I actually had for for the show today that I never got to God there's a lot of those notes. The Raiders have are tied for seventh as far as strength of schedule in 2022 and of course, we don't know the order yet. But the opposing, the opposing team's records are 152, 136, and 1 as far as teams that they'll be facing in 2022. The Chiefs are tied for fifth. The 49ers are tied for fifth. The Buccaneers are fourth. The Bengals are third. The Cardinals are second. And the Rams are first. Now, the thing about it is, there's always a team that was really good the year before that stinks. And then there was always a team that usually stinks that is really good. Like the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Like no one saw the Bengals. Not even the Bengals. Not even the fan base. I don't give a damn. And I've met a lot of Bengal fans that are like, oh, we knew they were going to be good. No, you didn't. Lies. I respect them, but they're lies. Nobody going into the regular season thought the Bengals were going to the Super Bowl. They didn't. But to their credit, they did. So shout them out. I'm not mad at them. But the Raiders have a tough schedule, man. They're tied for seventh with the Saints for the toughest uh, strength of schedule. at 528 is the win percentage strength of schedule uh, percentage that the the Raiders will be facing in 2022. It'll be interesting to see the way that the schedule is actually laid out. We'll find that out later on. Of course, the NFL will make that a big to-do. They'll make that its own day. The NFL schedule is being released. Everybody get ready. Five o'clock.
1: Get your popcorn ready for the schedule release. (laughs) Like, that's literally what happens.
0: That was my big movie
1: voice. (laughs) All right, man. You know what? Let's do some producing on the fly here. We've got about eight minutes of show left. Okay, we got BT's, this. We uh, tease Kaepernick. No, we got this. We tease Kyper. We can. Do I think guy- we even talked about NBA playoffs. We did. We got all or, that. Hey, we got. Hey, man, we got plenty of time. Or we can just keep doing what we're doing. We're we're gonna keep but like doing it. I we got eight minutes of show left. Look, if we got to go to six
0: o'clock, we can. We can go to six if we have to. I know a guy. I know the program director. He's a cool guy. You should meet him one day. It's a cool dude. What a guy. He won't. He won't be mad. Nah, just kidding. We got to get this wrapped up. All right. I did want, because this happened, and this is real recent. I know we have the Mel Kuyper sound. I definitely want to get to that. If we have to, worst case scenario, we can do it tomorrow. But uh, I did want to get to what we've teased a couple times, and that's the Colin Kaepernick conversation that he had on the I Am Athlete podcast. And look, I've felt very much that he's going to have an opportunity to be in the league, right? I have a feeling that he's going to have an opportunity to play this year. I don't know what team's going to pull the trigger on him, just bringing him to camp, but I've been very adamant that some team probably should and will. I just don't know who it is. I, I thought Seattle would have been a no brainer situation. I don't think Cleveland's gonna be that place. I mean, could you? No, Cleveland. They have plenty of quarterbacks there. That won't be the place. Uh, Carolina. Why? Why not? What? What does Matt Rule have to lose? But that's probably not gonna happen either. But David Tepper's been very supportive of Cap in the past, so maybe maybe that could be a place. I don't know. Who knows? But he was on the I Am Athlete, and he was talking about and even pleaded his case. Not really pleaded his case, but let it be known. He talked to Brandon Marshall about what he would say when a GM starts questioning him about distractions and all that other stuff and what he brings to the table. So here's Cap from the I Am Athlete uh,
1: podcast. The message for GMs and owners, and you wanted them to know anything right now, what would you say? Let's role play. Talk to me. I'm the GM. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> come, on, come, you on, do, you come on, come on. You doing method acting? Yeah, come on, watch this, because I'm the GM, let's play it. Let's hey, go. we got you here today. So
4: let me come in and compete. I mean, you, you have your roster, you had a team. Let me come in, compete, show you what I can do. Well, Cap,
1: you know, you know, football, it's all about eliminating distractions. Like, how do I know if I bring you in and I sign you that you're going to make my locker room better,
4: that you're going to bring us together? one you can know by experience my coach jim harbaugh spoke to it my coach chip kelly spoke to it and said that i made the locker room better i came in i prepared i made the team better that 2016 season my last year my teammates voted me the most courageous and inspirational player so when you're talking about the people that are actually in the building that has never come out that I've been a distraction. It's never come out that I've been an issue from the people I played with. Cap,
1: can I keep it real with you, Cap? This is between you and I, don't tell nobody. $16 billion industry, Cap. What about our fan base? What do we say to our fan base? Like, how, like, what are they going to say? I say you have M-racism
4: in the back of your end zone. You got Black Lives Matter on your helmet. Mm. <laughs> everything I've said should be in alignment with what you're saying publicly. Mm. It's a $16 billion business. When I, first, when I first took a knee, my jersey went to number one. When I did the deal with Nike, their value increased by $6 billion. $6 billion. Mm. With a B.
1: Mm. With a B. <laughs> with, a B. <laughs> with a B. So. <laughs> so, so, so we, we acting. We, come on, stay on mode. Talk talk, okay, you, man. You broke, I broke
4: You broke everything. Talk <laughs> that talk. So. If you're talking about the business side, yeah.
2: mm. it makes sense. it shows beneficial. Yeah. Mm. If
4: you're talking about the playing side, come in, let me compete. You can evaluate me from there. The NFL is supposed to be a meritocracy. Come in, let me compete. If I'm not good enough, get rid of me. But let me come in
0: and show. And that's that. I think the bottom line is what he said at the very end. If I'm not good enough, get rid of me. I mean, simple. If 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 he's not worth the salt, if they, if someone brings him into camp. I'm not saying the Raiders going to do it, but just say the Raiders do it. And, and they realize three, four, maybe two weeks into the situation, oh, it's not working. He's not really – his throws are off. Doesn't look good. Not really running the way we thought he was going to run. Get rid of him. At least you can say you had to try. I'm, not again, not saying the Raiders are going to do that. But you tell me if you go up and down the list of quarterbacks that are in the league right now that this dude isn't even worth a tryout? A tryout? Not a spot. Not a spot. I feel like Allen Iverson. I mean, we're not talking about practice. Or we're not talking about a game. We're talking about practice. I'm just talking about a tryout. He's not worth a
1: tryout? He's definitely worth a tryout. I mean, he's one of the, in the, in that time, I know it's we're talking about like he's been out of the league so long. Five but years has been out. It's been a long time. Five years ago. But when you look at other quarterbacks who have done as much in, as him, Nick Foles, I know he won that Super Bowl. But Nick Foles can still be somebody's third string quarterback. We saw that last year with Chicago. Right. And all he did, he just, he took a team that was already in the playoffs and he won the Super Bowl and was able to carry that into job after job after job.
0: Right. And look, again, not saying that, you know, the the Raiders make the, make sense. I mean, they have Nick Mullins there. They have Garrett Gilbert. I'll tell you right now, he's way better than Garrett Gilbert. I promise you that. But Garrett Gilbert obviously is going to be way, way cheaper. I don't know what kind of money he's looking for. Don't, it doesn't matter. I'm not about checking his pockets. I'm not checking how much his worth is. But if he wants to play, he'll take what they're offering him. Not saying that that's right, but if that's if he wants to play bad enough, he'll take what a team's offering him on a basis of, I'm going to try out. You know, I, if he has no problem being a backup because that's what's open, then go for it. I, I do question, the one team I question the most is Seattle and and Pete Carroll because Pete Carroll's been very adamant and has come out and said a whole lot about the league and their lack of of hiring like minority coaches to be on on his staff, or be on their staffs, has really come out and said that hey, they need to do something about the about the diversity in coaching. But he hasn't done anything about the diversity in coaching. Like mm-hmm. he's not out there hiring a you know African American or you know a Latin or a woman or you know. I mean, he's not he's not doing that. He's not hiring. I think he has what Ken Norton Jr. Didn't he just fire him? I think that was like the the last dude he had on the staff. Maybe he has a couple others. So I I kind of question why he would be so up in arms when he actually is in a position of power where he can make hires and he hasn't done it. But I also think that as much as he said that Cap deserves a spot, he also is in a position where he can give him you a spot. You got the
1: power to change that.
0: You brought Geno Smith in. I would argue that, and I get it, someone's going to say, well, he's safe. Geno Smith is safe. He's he not going to co- he's he's cause a distraction. I don't think the Cap's a distraction. I could find a whole lot more, like with Deshaun Watson's going through, that's a more of a distraction than what Cap's a distraction of. And I know everyone's not going to agree with me on that, but I would love to argue that with you. <laughs> I would love to argue how Deshaun Watson's not a distraction. But at this is. point,
1: I feel we're so far removed exactly. from the
0: initial protest. Exactly. What are you even mad at anymore? Exactly. You're just mad to be mad at this point. That's, that's my exact point. You hit it right on the head. At this point, you're five years removed from the last time this dude took a snap. If you're still angry at that, you just have – that's a personal issue. You have grudge, you hold on to grudges and grudges are unhealthy grudges will make you old quick. Grudge I mean seriously, like that's that's facts. I don't hold on grudges to, for, with anybody because it's just not worth it. There's absolutely nobody that's worth me holding on to a grudge that's gonna make me ill. You know what I mean? Just and, and that's what happens. It's not that serious. So we'll see,
1: but all he's asking for is an opportunity to go in there and and compete. And even if he is only there for the preseason, like he said, I do think that his jersey, just from the sales side. Oh, you know that sell. You know it sell. Because there's enough people that would
0: be like, hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I want to get that jersey. And they would do it. Sales went up before, Nike stock went up before. Again, six billion dollars with a B. It's a lot of money. That's like direct TV. That's not direct TV, that's like Sunday ticket money. <laughs> we are talking about the sale of Sunday tickets gonna be about two point five million a year. Captain helped Nike go up six bill. Jeez. That's a lot of money. Make sure you tune into the morning tailgate with Clay Baker and Heidi Fang tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Of course JT the brick will follow that up, and I'll be there two to four p.m. Vinny will be back four to six right here on Radio Nation Radio, nine twenty. I'll holler.